Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host, Dungeon Master James Gressel. With me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi! Hi, people! (laughs) (laughs) I was worried if it would be different. It's not. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't sure. I was worried too. I might just stick with it so I don't fall out of it. Wait, do we do that in character every time? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we? Over 100 I mean, episodes it in. Sound different for me. But. <laughs> yeah, the only one now, the only one who would be different is Beth. <laughs> it just changes the intent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I would love if Zabbis did some wild magic that caused everyone else to have to invent a new character and a new, new voices. character voice. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be a trip for our audio podcast. <laughs> Pure chaos. So it's been um, a couple weeks since uh, the listeners have heard you. If um, It might have been a couple weeks if you listen to the podcast, if you don't listen to the villain paralogs, which you should because... You should. They uh, had a lot of story, especially now. We're really getting to where they're really filling in the world. So we're if it means anything to you, us players are not allowed to listen to the villain parallels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how important and I don't they like are. Being told I can't do something because I'm an American. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, tough. Oh, no. You can't listen. I, I, it's funny. Last week, I was like, "You guys can totally listen." Came back up to work on it, and then was like, "No, no, 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 never mind. Don't listen." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like an hour window where we could have if we wanted to, yeah. and then you were like, "No, chaos, never mind. Yeah. yeah. So yes, but you listeners should totally listen to those. Uh, they add a lot, I hope, to the world. And for those who are listening to them, I hope you're enjoying them. But last we saw the team, it was the end of the night of the Harvest Festival. Uh, and things were getting pretty crazy. It was a full moon, um, and as a result of that, a lot of crazy things happened. There was, of course, the Harvest Festival in Night's Pass, celebrating the full moon, and Koirum's spell ritual that activated the protective net of the Moonshadow Valley. But some nasty uh, bug creatures were portaled in, some Trojan cheese and uh <laughs> cheese basket. I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh and attack the town and then the bad bad vibes bad energies that came from these creatures and from this portal combined with Eldebel's ritual of the dead that turned those spirits evil uh or angry or otherwise uh malicious and then they attacked things too, resulting in a, a last-minute effort, a last-resort effort of Koirim to call Kathiria out from the castle and cast a big magic uh, of some kind that did save the town, um, eliminated and pacified all of the negative spirits, but blinked out the moon uh, and caused her to fall unconscious. Meanwhile, in the castle, <laughs> to... Help convince Kathiria to leave her her vulnerable daughters, her her cursed ill daughters. Martrin left Flack behind, who took the opportunity to rest. And um, well, we'll see what happens. I can't believe there. you did that, dude. <laughs> Me? Yeah, so I can't believe. Yeah, it's <laughs> I can't believe Kathiria <laughs> left her kids with me. You're very convincing. We're very convincing. We're going to pick back up um, moments later in the night's chamber inside of the castle where, Flack, you were asleep, but are being uh, nudged awake 
by something. And uh, when you come what? to... Stop it. <laughs> what? What do you want? Oh. 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 God. Oh, no. I feel my, my nose. <laughs> oh, nose. Oh. Wow. <laughs> this is what waking you up is. <laughs> Every morning. No. No. James says if you wake him up when he's not expecting to be woken up, he's the grumpiest. Listen, I don't get the chance to sleep a lot, so you need to let me sleep when I get the chance. (laughs) Oh, no, he's going to say that to his baby one day. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. uh, uh, Hey, who are you? Who's waking waking me up? (laughs) Celia is waking you up, the older of the two daughters. Uh, You've never seen them. Yeah, you've never seen them conscious before. Whoa, Whoa! Hey, uh... I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I know that I, I know that I wanted to be sleeping, but I thought that you were gonna be sleeping. You know, what's uh? Do you do this often? You up? Did you get up to pee or what? What's going on here? <laughs> Who are you? We have the I have the same question. It what? Where? Yeah. Well, that answer is pretty complicated. <laughs> um, right now I'm a spaghetti clown. <laughs> I'm not normally this, so don't be alarmed by my appearance or my my voice. Um, I'm here to protect you. <laughs> Where's our mom? Yeah, she went out to battle a bunch of oh, evil man. things that were trying to take over the town. What? But she'll be right back. I'm I'm sure. Uh, you want to like hop back in bed, and then maybe uh, when she gets back, maybe you could. You could re-wake up and pretend it was the first time so that she's the one to see it and not me, a a fucking spaghetti clown. (laughs) You notice that in this chamber, which is normally illuminated by the the moonlight coming in through the um, big pillar, it's open, you know, open to the top. It's like a big, long tower with an open ceiling, uh, normally illuminated by the moonlight, but now is not. It's it's dark. It's like it's midnight uh, on a moonless night. Uh, and the plant life that's normally in this uh, in this room, the fey wild type plant life, has withered. It's not it's not dead or anything, but the flowers that are normally in bloom have closed. The waterfalls and the pools of water that normally uh, are bubbling and flowing have calmed and stilled. There is an overall eerie stillness to this room now, and you watch uh, as. Celia pulls her hand back from having nudged you. You see that on her skin, her 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 very pale, colorless skin. There's small buds, uh, like small vines what? coming out of her 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 skin. Oh, and, I hate it. And as she, and as she, oh yeah, this is dude. James actually hates this like, like skin stuff. Yeah, oh. like in I'm trying to like Black Swan where she's picking out feathers from oh, her stop. skin, and I think Annihilation that happens too. There's like plant stuff and. Yeah, no, James James oh. is dying right now. <laughs> I found it's the thing that disturbs spe- James. It's a very oh. specific thing. Well, that and cotton balls. And cotton balls, yeah. Oh, cotton balls do, are awful. I have to be the cotton ball handler in the relationship. How often do you encounter cotton balls, James? Rarely. Okay. But it's always like a, hey, can you come do this? 
Yes, I agree. Not a pleasant uh, thing to experience. To further make James uncomfortably uncomfortable, hopefully, as she moves and she steps um, around this room, you see that her her bare feet kind of grow roots with every step that try to dig into the ground. And as she brings her feet up, they pull out of the ground a little bit. She's not entirely turning into a, a plant, but there's a it's like happening it's like a phasing almost where like there will be like little tendrils of plant coming out of her and then they'll retreat back into her Does what's it, her sister doing uh her sister ingrid uh the oh, younger of, ingrid of the two um she is sitting up on her pedestal that she was formerly uh asleep oh, on um and you see that she's phasing too but not like a plant she's going in and out of corporeal form almost as if she's uh Oh, what the fuck? Oh, shit, dude. dude I think I know what's happening. But Marjorie's <laughs> yeah. an idiot, so you won't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's looking at you very, uh, with like a little kid's curiosity, you know? Like, she's not afraid of you necessarily. She's more just like, who are you? Like, what are you doing here? How long have we been, as- been sleeping? And why isn't, why is it dark? Yeah, uh, I don't know about... I honestly, I don't know the answer to either of those questions. I'm just, um, I'm just here to make sure no one attacked you while you were asleep. So, uh, I guess going back to sleep's not really an option, huh? You got this plant thing going on, and then you're doing whatever it is over there, Ingi. Uh, I, I go to a window. Hey, <laughs> hey, we got a thing in here. <laughs> Just got my little animal friends. <laughs> I'm doing that little marching band thing with the cats that I showed you guys. Just me and all my little my little animal friends. <laughs> back on the stage trying to like put the show back together. <laughs> yeah, guys, let's go. Outside the castle gates after the big magic that Katheria did, Nils collects her body in his arms and kicks open the door to the Black Oak Inn. Um, rushing her in and laying her down on a table very gently. Uh, it's a a uh, pretty incredible thing that he just lifted her up uh, as if she was nothing with his one uh, arm um, and laid her down on this table. Gallagher, the innkeeper of the Black Oak Inn, uh, is shocked to see what is just happening. No one has seen, none of the townsfolk have seen Katheria in years. So the people who were taking shelter in the Black Oak Inn are all like, the, the looks in their faces are so aghast to see uh, Nils and Katheria and Katheria in this state. They uh, hesitantly start to approach out of concern. They're not uh, angry with her or anything. They're they're genuinely like, oh my god, is this Kytheria? What's she doing? What happened? Is she okay? And Nils is, uh, you know, like smoothing her hair and and laying her down gently, and says, Coram, what happened? What did she do? What? Why is? What happened to the moon? What's going on? Is <laughs> folks? Is everyone okay? <laughs> uh, and he he like starts to check now on the townspeople. Um, who have been sheltering in the Black Oak Inn and do p- appear to be mostly okay, although they are uh, rattled by what has just happened. Verdalia is kind of supporting Eldabel as she is in and out of, of consciousness, still affected by whatever magic she put into Fletch's bow that uh, enchanted it such that he was able to 
split the spirit like he did. Uh, what do the rest of you do? I would assume that I would go with wherever Eldabel goes, just because yeah. follow her. I don't her know where in. else I would be. I'm right concerned yeah. about her. I'm doing like an Aragorn thing where I'm like leaning against the doorway, just watching. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing what happens. Yeah. The best though is because like you're kind of, you're so little and Aragorn's like a kind of a big guy. He can like look down and be all broody and you can't see his face, but Marjorie's just looking up at everyone like <laughs> I'm watching you. Keeping an eye on the situation. Played by Betsy Sodaro. Please. Oh my yeah. god. I know. She would kill it. <laughs> She's my muse. I just want to cast her and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't see anybody else who could be Marjorie. Holy shit! Yeah, Quirum approaches Kathiria's body and starts to um, uh, wave his hands over her, and you see some. He, he it, it's he's trying to channel uh, his divine magics as a paladin. It like sputters. His hands start to glow, but they they sputter out, um, and he is unable to channel whatever magic he's trying to. Uh, to to heal her, uh, and he says to to Nils, Nils, she, she's. It seems like she's stable for now, but I can't. She's breathing, and 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 her heart rate seems calm, but she's definitely out, and I can't, I can't feel anything. I can't get anything through to 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 heal her. It's distra- It's. I don't know what happened. Whatever she did, she should have. You know that that was a protective spell that she cast, and it seems to have worked. But I don't know what happened with with the moon and now i can't i can't connect i i i don't know i don't know i don't know what what's going on without amara here i i, I there's i don't know who to ask about this i don't know who's left who has that kind of knowledge nils it's it true katheria's never left that that secret space Marjorie's like looking around doesn't want to doesn't want to disclose too much. (laughs) It's true. She didn't want to leave our our daughters when the the curse started to take hold. She needed to keep protection over them to to keep it from from progressing. It was we didn't we didn't know how long we would have with them if she wasn't there to to keep that spell going. And oh, who's where are they? Who's with them now? Oh, Fla- don't worry. Flack is there. Flack, I, uh, I, Flack and I found Katheria and we had this conversation and, and she decided that she could trust Flack to take care of the girls. Didn't she leave monkeys? Oh, no, you, no, oh, they came I, with you. The monkey, how long has it been since the battle? The monkeys, I think, last for an hour, right? Yeah, how long, yeah, how long it has hasn't been, been in an battle? hour? It has not been an hour. It's all right, been so Marjorie okay. has yeah, been leaning yeah. against the doorway with five monkeys who are also all leaning against or hanging off of the doorway. Yeah, for oh sure. Oh my god, they're just gremlins. I yeah. love them. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing all kinds of funny stuff, uh-huh. like prop comedy, and got like, you know, little hats and they're holding drinks. Yeah, they're just like they like collected up. the things off the dead bodies outside. And- <laughs> yeah, and they're, st- they're like real cute. <laughs> and it's it's a lot of fun until it's not. They are they're howler monkeys, I believe. We oh god, yep. We established so. Don't get them excited. They are not uh, small monkeys either. They're all about the same size as Marjorie. Oh god, they're just like they're fucking howler like pub pub monkeys. <laughs> pub <laughs> <Little> monkeys. <laughs> yeah, like just just rowdy pub boys. Oh my god, just hooligan monkeys. 
I hooligan oh, monkeys. I love it. Again, it's fun until it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, at least they're at least somebody's with them. It, people shouldn't be able to get in there. And if it, it seems like the danger has calmed, um, you said people uh, shouldn't be able to get in there. Yeah, is it, it if, bad that we were able? I mean, I, I wasn't there, but well, if you know yeah. how to get in there, you can get in there. But it's not the easiest oh, okay. place to find in the castle. I see. Um, so if someone was hollering down there, no one would be able to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> to answer your question, in Marjorie, yes, she has not left since we started to see the effects of the curse. We didn't know what would what would happen, and they started to. To change, and we didn't want to lose them. Not after we had to give up Hank and No, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't. I pushed her out of there, and I didn't realize that it it was it was so important. But Koyrim said that she was the only one who could who could help. So Koyrim says it's it's true. We we needed her to to use the magic of 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 the net and the and and the moon to get rid of all of these spirits and cleanse the valley. Otherwise, we would have been overwhelmed. I couldn't Quirin, do did it. Did you know that this was going to happen? I didn't know that the the moon would, would blink out. The, the, the way that I understand how this spell works is that there's the radiant energies from the moon. Someone like Etheria or, or another uh, archdruid with that kind of ability would be able to pull all of those energies down and blanket the land with them. But normally... Our goddess would would kind of recharge. Now she hasn't. Where she's gone, and your connection's dead. Very weak at at best. I, it's I can barely feel it, and I can't pull anything out from from it. It's it's I, it's I, like she's it's like she's gone. It's like she's not there. I walk over and I say, "I think I figured this out." Do <laughs> <laughs> tell. Sounds like you can't use your magic. To heal her, Eldabel won't wake up. It all has to do with the moon, and the moon is now gone, or it's blunked out or blinked out. So, how do we get the moon back? I feel like we just get the moon. Seems back. Seems like fix that would probably problems. fix a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to say I've done. And this is probably not the right time for this, but I just got to say my piece here. Uh, I've done a lot of dumb shit with magic but I have never once destroyed the moon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all appreciate that. Thank you, Zabbos, for not destroying the moon. I, I appreciate this. You're welcome. <laughs> Back at the castle, the girls are exploring the space a little bit. They're, they're unsteady on their feet. Um, they haven't... Hey, hey okay, careful there. <laughs> yeah, they hey. haven't really like moved around in a while. Flack, you're watching as they do these tiny transformations keep happening where like parts of their body will uh transform and celia starts to does it does it seem like the more they move the more transformation it happens, doesn't or? necessarily seem uh connected uh that you can tell from just looking at them okay but it's definitely affecting them though and it it's very strange like uh flowers will start to sprout in celia's hair and then they'll <sighs> like wither and fall off. Ingrid will lose the ability to interact tangibly with an object. Like her hand will like go through into like the pedestal that she was leaning against and then will be like forced out as it regains its its tangible form. Well, this is strange. I feel weird. What's Yeah. 
Yeah, you look weird too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Make you clown, man. <laughs> this is such a nightmare, by the way. <laughs> the scenario that you described. It's like, oh, your mom's gone, but don't worry. Just get back into bed, little girls. I have a clown that's here to take care of you. <laughs> your body's changing, and there's just this strange <laughs> man. <laughs> your mom's oh. gone. Uh, I guess I should ask. Um, has this ever happened to either of you before? Have you ever turned into plant lady or, you know, lost your corporeal form temporarily? <laughs> uh, Celia says, I remember when I was really little, before we came into this room, it started to happen not long after Ingrid was born. But then we came into this room and... Mama said that we would be asleep for a while. Okay, okay, follow-up question. Uh, Cece, you're the older one. Uh, what, what do you remember your, your sister Ingi looking like? What age, kinda? Like a little baby? I remember seeing her as a baby, and then I kinda... There's just, like, really vague memories as we got older, but nothing, like... I don't remember, like, doing things. Like, I just remember being here and being... We, I did feel safe, but I also felt scared. How do you feel now? Safe? Scared? Both? <laughs> <laughs> I feel confused and, and also, like, sticky. And, like, she, like, lifts her hand off of the pedestal she was touching. You can see that from her hand, from her skin, there's like fern-like tendrils. Ooh. Kind of like a, kind of like a cl the close-up in the Raimi Spider-Man of Peter Parker where like he's got like grippies on his hand. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like that, but they're a little they're bigger and where you can see them even at a distance. Um, and they coil as she lifts her hand James off is of dying it. Right now. Yeah, you you look sticky. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. This isn't my usual form. I'm not too familiar with the magical capabilities I have. But even if I were, I feel like I probably wouldn't, you know, be per uh, be allowed to use them. I'm used to. You're pretty important, and uh, so I'm kind of at uh, I'm kind of at a loss here as to how to uh, approach this situation. I don't want to leave you too alone because you're you're. You're very confused and sticky, and, and I don't know what you could get up to there. So um, I go back out to the window, like, hey, seriously, we got a problem here. Could someone please get an adult, someone from, like, the royal family or something? You're just, like, I'm yelling just in the hallway. Is there, there's not a window to the outside? The only window to the outside is, like, way up at the top of this, of oh, the tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, like, uh, you're yeah, in, like, the like center of the castle, yeah. I'm, like, yelling into the hallway then. Yeah. How about, how old are they, or, like, at Like, least 10 old? and 8. Oh, okay. God. They're so young. <laughs> uh, Ingi, how you feeling, little one? How you doing? Uh, she's giggling as she's, like, jumping through the pedestal, back and forth. Oh, that's, oh no. that's cute. <laughs> That's a real nice trick you got there. Uh, it's fun, but it feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if maybe that could have some long-term effects on you. So maybe you just knock it off a little bit there. But I'm invisible sometimes. 
sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's making me real nervous. I don't like it. Because uh, babysitter Flagetti <laughs> wants you to maybe go sit on your bed there and you'll get what's your favorite food, Ingi? What's your, what do you like to eat there? I don't remember food. Yeah, I bet now nah, you were a little baby. Uh, well, uh, oh, wait, I got my spaghetti fork. Um, oh, and that stuff is is good for you, too. So here, have a here. Have some noodle. Uh, <laughs> see if you like this. I give her a little bit of noodle. She eats some noodle and the noodle does um like f- firmer back up. Oh, does she like the taste? She does. She, she it's like a now it's like a fruit by the foot that she's just pulling off. And I'm like, there'll be more for you <laughs> if you just go maybe go sit back on your little pedestal thing and, and wait quietly <laughs> and solidly. And she seems pacified by that for now. Celia, oh, though, no. however, is like investigating some of the other plants in the room. And as she does, she's able to to make some of them bloom, but they interact with her. You can see that there's a like magic transference as she brings her hands close to some of these plants, where as they bloom, there's, it seems like magic pollen or something that's coming off of her and giving these things life. Um, And as she does, more and more of her starts to become uh, plant-like. And she's like, this is, this is strange. Where's mom? Yeah, that's a damn good question. Uh, Ma'am, when I, when I become Flagetti, I don't have any objects, right? We changed it now so that you do have your stuff. What are you looking for? You won't have like, like your armor and your weapons and stuff change. But like in terms Mm -hmm. of magic items, I don't think this isn't like the spell that transformed you before where like it's going to absorb all your shit. Uh, I think that this is more. You still have your things. You have it's, just it's grown so hard into to what I lost when I f- initially became Flagetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't believe that I have my like communication ring, right? No, oh, the ring of secrecy. There's yeah. only yeah, rings of secrecy. Yeah, three of those left. We haven't talked about those at all this season. Yeah. Oh, Mar- wow. Margin lost hers, and then you would have lost yours. Yeah. So- yeah. But we do have the light shining things, right? Yeah, you do have the bracelets. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Oh yeah, there's this thing. And I activate it and shine it out the light in the, the ceiling of the tower. Uh okay. Uh the rest of you roll a uh perception <sighs> roll. Uh-oh. I've got monkeys, so should I have an advantage? <laughs> sure. You can have advantage. <laughs> your monkeys can perceive as well. Roll for your monkeys. <laughs> Oh, we all suck. I got a 10 and a 7. Yeah, 10 and a 7, boy. 12? Yeah, 13. Jesus. Oh, man, guys. I have a plus 8, and I rolled a friggin' 12. You rolled a 4. I rolled a (laughs) 4. 12 and 13, though, is probably enough to notice that when everything is dark, everything is otherwise dark, except for, you know, the lights of some fires and things and torches and things coming from some buildings, there is a bright light that is shining from the a bright purple light we established coming from the castle uh, where just moments ago the light that was shining blinked out fletch and uh, zabbis you do see this light through the windows of the black oak in margin you are distracted by your monkeys who have uh, 
just learned what ale is and are very oh, excited about oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now, guys, remember when we said it was fun until it wasn't? Yes. <laughs> yep. We've approached that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marjorie's busy. She's just trying to take cups away from very large howler monkeys. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Zabbis, I, look, that purple light, that's got to be flack. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know what we should do. Um, Flag monkey, stop! Stop it! Get out of that woman's hair! <laughs> yeah, we should probably get out of the pub, right? Yeah, These monkeys there's not really are... much we can do. We, we need to get the moon back, but like that... Flesh monkey, you're not a bartender. Get out from behind there. <laughs> we can't eat. This is. We have to get the moon back, and this is... I. How does this happen, dude? It's like... Oh, no. We're the ones, I feel like, who have to get the moon back. But why? Why? Be- Look, we're just a group of people, and we can't even control these, like, monkeys that we just created somehow. <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> There's one named after... Like, yeah, I don't know why Why we keep being given a responsibility. <laughs> I don't know either, but... Um, I'm missing a monkey! Oh, no. Uh, Marjorie, uh, do you want to come with us to go... Uh, find flat because he's the beacon just popped. His beacon just popped up. Oh, I know where. Oh, we, oh, so, monkeys, we have a job. There we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> they they just, they like drop what they're doing and form up. <laughs> <on here. laughs> wow, she can control the monkeys. Well, if they want to, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Nils and Koyrim are very concerned now that you have drawn attention to the fact that uh, Flack has activated his bracelet. Oh God, what, what's going on? And it, I, if he's with the, with my daughters, we need to get back there uh, quickly. Koyram, uh, help me, help me with Katheria. Berdalia, your friend, are you, are you okay? We're going to need to, Oh God, the town we're going to, Oh uh, hey, Listen, let's just take, take a deep breath. There are, there's a myriad of reasons why the beacon might've been activated. He might be hungry. Uh, he might be thirsty. Uh, he is a little bit selfish. So it might be like he's requesting dinner. Like there could be so many things that he's very you know, selfish. It's true. Not very. I, I might've over-exaggerated. He's, you know, but like, I just want to just take a deep breath. It's, it's fine. All right. Well, let's let's go find out, and hopefully, yeah, it's just he just needs food, some exactly. food or something. I go. guess. Yeah, he's a hungry boy. <laughs> Before we go, uh, Marjorie's like, okay, okay, he needs food. All right, monkeys, grab food. We're gonna take food to Flack. <laughs> they all just like grab like handfuls of stuff off of yeah. plates and tables, <laughs> like like it's just like smushed bread and like like one of them just like sm- just, uh like reaches into a bowl of like stew soup? like and just like mm-hmm. grabs what it's just wet. Oh god, <laughs> soup hands, soup yeah. hands, and they're walking like monkeys do with their two hands up above just their up head. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, one of, one of them is just like picking, uh, like picking bugs and stuff off of Popo. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Flack monkey is riding Popo. Zabbis monkey is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you return to the castle. Uh, and as you do, you get a better look at what has happened to the town. There are broken awnings and, and things. Uh, some buildings have been damaged. Uh, you get a, as you walk down the street, you get a look down uh, the street towards the square where you're seeing uh, 
the bulk of the damage is because of the swarm attack. Thieves and guardsmen are trying to clean up the mess as best they can, including the best look that you can get from it just from walking past. There is a small pile of bodies. You're unable to discern if these are like straight up dead bodies or if they are kind of grouping people together for triage of some kind. But there is a uh, there is a a pile of 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 people or a row of of people that are laid on the ground. There's smoke rising from a couple different points in that direction of the city. Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 122 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D&D&Dpod, where we have some rewards available, including t-shirts, uh, some merch rewards, recipe cards from the show. Uh, go and check that out, patreon.com slash D&D&Dpod. Uh, Beth's great artwork will soon be back available at bethyrad.shop. Check that out for some great work from Beth available for purchase to display in your home. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. You get back to the castle uh, and you uh, enter into the knight's chamber where you're greeted with uh, two conscious daughters uh, and Flagetti, uh, not Flack. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what I said, too. So. Uh, There's nothing <laughs> in here is what I expected. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not hungry. <laughs> I mean, I, I could use a little bit of food there. Oh, good news. <laughs> Buckies, go. They just hold up soup hands. <laughs> oh, all right. I take like a carrot out of the soup pan. And eat it and not bad. <laughs> they they all explode in joy. Yeah. <laughs> they just start circling around you like you're some sort of idol. <laughs> oh, okay, monkeys. Uh, Nils rushes over to his daughters. My daughter, so you're awake. What? Oh, oh, no. And he, he sees what's happening to Celia. Quirum, it's the, it's the curse. It's happening. It's how, how fast, how much time do we have? This is. This was what she was worried about. Oh, oh. and he just like hugs Nils, them. Nils, calm down. They don't. Okay, I have to teach you about how to handle children. They don't know how to emotionally react to what's happening around them. They're going to take cues from you and you're freaking out, which is going to make Celia feel like something's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Her skin's just growing vines. What? <laughs> it's. I've seen it before. We've seen weirder stuff. <laughs> I mean, look at Flagetti. Yeah, look at me. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, if you react like that, then Flagetti's just gonna. Oh no! Oh no! Is something wrong? (laughs) See, I'm just kidding, but that's how I would react if I were a kid, you know. (laughs) I know you don't have a lot of experience raising kids, Nils, for uh, extraneating circumstances, but um, every father's gonna make a couple mistakes. And I just hope this is a learning opportunity for you. Daddy, the clown gave me spaghetti. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> it's al dente. No, thank you, Fleck. I don't want spaghetti. What are you? 
No, I, I, I guess technically I'm Flagetti, you know, but I, you know, I won't, I won't harp on you too much if you call me Flack. Uh, why, why are you Flagetti? Uh yeah, I, I took a nap, uh, because I was tired. You and took a nap. I put you in charge of these girls, and you took a nap. Oh, uh, the, I mean, the risk man. Look uh, at you. And they woke up. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm sorry. I was real. T- I was real tired. I just you know. standing here, very quiet, hoping no one notices me and remembers that this is technically my fault. That <laughs> you made me forgetty. Yep. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm a little bit selfish, and so I was pretty tired. See, we, I, we I, said we. Uh, yeah, we did say. that. I did oh say yeah, that. you did. Okay, so yeah, you did notice. Then I shouldn't have to explain myself. Then I was tired. I took a nap. Woke up to this fucking leaf kid prodding at me, and then here you go. I got two kids I got to watch over. I gave one some spaghetti. We're all good now. Leaf. Daddy, yeah. I feel sticky. Why? Why? And, and like one of her fingers actually turns into a stick. Oh, God. Oh, she. Hey, she's sticky. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> this is all a lot to deal with right now, and the town is under attack, too, or was under attack. I think we've saved it for now, but. There was a lot of damage in the square. I'm going to have to implement all of Juno's safety nets. Uh, all right. I think we just need to take a minute. The, the, the girls seem okay. For net Girls, do you feel okay? Other than the sticky... Celia, maybe you should eat some spaghetti, too. It seems to be helping Ingrid. Got some spaghetti for ya. <laughs> She takes some and it does slow whatever's happening to her. Like her hair is changing from like uh, blonde to green. But other than that, it does seem to be uh, slowing the overall plantification process. Okay. Do we have all their food? The, and the monkeys ascend. No, no. <laughs> Soup hands to the rescue. Soup hands. All right. I think we should just kind of review what we know here to try to figure out what's going on. That'd be great. All the plants are dead. That's concerning. In all the years that I've, I've known Katheria and the Earthadar family, there I've never seen this room look like this. It's That wasn't me, for the record, but CC was... You were sleeping. Well, no, I've been up for, for a good minute now, but CC was walking around touching these plants. So I don't want to point fingers at yeah, uh, you know, your kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The curse. We never really knew exactly what form it would take, but we we were told that the two realms would take their due. That's that's what we were told. And and if we didn't give up our 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 firstborn to for whatever obligation Catheria's uh, family is supposed to to give them up for. They would take their due. That's what we were told. I think it, it was probably take their two because both girls are <laughs> sick, right? No, oh, no, there's shit. the two other. No, just let him continue. Hey, wait, no, okay. Fletch has figured it out. He he figured out the mood was gone. Yeah, let him sound it out. Yeah, we, all, we all figured out the moon was gone. We looked up in the sky and we saw the moon was yeah, gone. No, I, so. I, no, I, I figured out that the, there's a connection between what's going on with the moon being gone and being sick. Not just that the moon is gone. Don't make me look like an idiot. Everybody knows the moon's gone. 
<laughs> yeah, we all know the moon's gone. Here, yeah. bud, have some, have some spaghetti. Thanks. Can I restore some hit points with this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, roll, roll a d, <laughs> roll a d ten, flack. and add your wisdom modifier. Wait, oh, plus wisdom. Yeah. Well, that was a nine oh. out of the d ten plus wisdom of six. Fifteen. Ba- or wait, no, that's saving throw yeah, wisdom yeah. plus um, three. Three, so twelve. You're healed for twelve, Fletch. Mm, that's some pretty good spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. So, are these two? Is it, this family is connected to the Feywild. So, the moon being gone and their mom being knocked out is the connection the mom, or is the connection the moon, or is the connection the mommy and the moon? Oh yeah, if this was an experiment, we did a bad job. Huh? Yeah, we didn't really <laughs> write anything down. Everything just kind of happened at once. Why don't we go ask the mood? Oh, okay. Yeah, get their get their address. How, how do we do that? <laughs> the last time that we talked to the mood goddess, it was in the snow globe. And then Koirim Ko- stands up abruptly and 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 comes over to you, Marjorie, and, and and more more serious than you've ever seen. Koirim says, "You need to tell me exactly everything about your encounter with the moon goddess right now." Oh, the, oh the, the monkeys get real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the dad has spoken. <laughs> yeah. The authority figure. Are we going to get yelled at? Gonna, <laughs> um, so we're dub, and for a really long time, we thought that our moms were the sun and the moon, but they're actually the plant and the moon. And um, we've encountered them a couple times, but every time there's like a big ice wall in between us and them so we've never had a direct conversation but we have touched hands or a hug what <laughs> or a hug <laughs> never had a hug from our moms god forget it, you're a real bummer sorry <laughs> and, and margarine tells tells all man the big detail that Koirim uh, and Nils are very concerned about is the ice wall. The wall's bad. The wall was constructed by... Yanathan? Yanathan. Yeah, the wall was separating us and them. And there's been a weakness between the the spirits in general and our world. And I, 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 I think Yanathan's behind most of it. That name sounds familiar. Koirim kind of turns away in thought. Oh, I could tell you all about Yanathan. We met him right after you fell under that we put you under the door. You just took a long nap kind of under there. Hey, you got hit with a boulder. I got hit with a boulder. It was really, <laughs> it really hurt. He's a piece of shit. That He's name sounds so familiar, though. There's something a, about it. It's because it sounds tall. like Jonathan. So uh, maybe <laughs> that's what you're confusing it with. <laughs> <laughs> Redheaded loves unicorns. Yeah. I'm remembering, if I remember, that there was a a book at at Galamathir. There was a, an old history book, and I remember it talking about the the time of troubles, the 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 ancient time of elves. The the Fey elves were once ruled by this wizard Yanarithanius. Whoa! And and he tried to take over the known world once and that was part of the reason why the portals and the and the the dragons the dominant dragons were established to guard the portals and I, I i'm not remembering all of it all the history off the top of my head but but i wonder if this yanathan is somehow related to that and 
if he was able to somehow contain the moon goddess, that that would maybe explain why this is, there, she's not able to to recharge what the energies that Katheria pulled down. Uh-huh. But if if that's the case, then this could be a, a a big big problem. I wonder, Nils. I wonder if this is part of what uh what Katheria's ancestor was protecting and trying to prevent in the first place. Oh, and it just happened. It seems like it's happening. Oh. Yeah, that was Yanathonius. Yanathanius. 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 That's a sounds like a tough Yen- customer. Yen- Yen- Are we sure that Yanathan's not just this Yanathanius dude who just like decided to shorten his name? Yeah, he's lived a long time, and it's like no one will recognize me. Yeah, <laughs> he's so young and hot. <laughs> according to the according to the legends, he was defeated by who? <laughs> Cut to us. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh. The the dra- according to the legend, the dragons led this army to to defeat him and close off access to the portals to keep something like this from happening. But you know that was that was thousands of years ago, and could be a descendant who like read a book on Yenner Athenius, uh, and then was like, "I'm going to avenge my great 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 ancestor." Could be that. Could be that. Could be just a total rando who who knows about the other guy and then just took that name as a oh, sort of yeah, homage. Oh, yeah, just got obsessed with him and named himself after. Ooh, that's that's the saddest option yes. of all, Next I time we see him, we should name drop and see what his eyes do. That's oh, a great yeah. idea. Yeah, that's a good Yeah, or little... should I say, Yanathanius, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, good practice. Good way to practice that line there. <laughs> but it's, it's, when we it's, run it's, into him, that's you, Zabbis. You gotta say that. It's Yanurathanius, though. It's Yanurathanius. Oh, Yanurathanius. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe I'm practice sure. a little Yenner. more. Yanurathanius. Yanur. Yanur. Yanurathanius. There we go. Do you think anyone ever called him Yanur the Bananer? Yeah, yeah. he hates bananas. He hates bananas. <laughs> Every time there's a villain introduced, you guys always go to like schoolyard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, you're banana. I mean, that's how Pennywise was defeated. So. Oh no! So yeah, Yanerathanius, right? Yeah, Yanerathanius is the legendary. Um, yeah, dictator <laughs> that they tried to take over from the from the Feywild. He tried to take over the known world. That's that's the legend. Okay, wait. Let me practice. Okay, <laughs> or should I say Yanerathanius? Oh yeah, oh, that was. It. I got that was chills. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, you know, just a heads up, I will probably say Yanner the Bananer. <laughs> and then there, I'll probably be like, yeah, like Yanner the Lamiest. <laughs> and then I'll stab him in the heart. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. we've got our whole plan. DM, give us the end game. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. If you if you encounter this this person again, evil elf might have kidnapped a goddess or or two goddesses. Yes, two. Scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only six left. Oh, and uh, whatever. W- w- somehow, my my. Great, 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 ten greats. F- grandpa-in-law is is involved, and 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 now because of that, my missing son and my daughters are involved. This, I just, uh I, I, 
I love Kytheria and and worth it, but this is very stressful. <laughs> this is, a, you know, somehow portals were used to bring that swarm here. And that creature, before it killed itself, said that she was giving the ma- monsters portal magic. Now, you said that Yanathan was, a, was a, an attractive red-headed man. So, who's that she? He has a sister. Oh. Maybe they're working together somehow. They hate each other. Why do I know so much about this family? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like kind of obsessed. <laughs> well, it's working out. It's helpful right now. Don't, um, don't shame me about my, my dramas. <laughs> we have so much information that we didn't get to tell you. I'm shocked Judo didn't go out about this because we were together through the whole thing. But yeah, yeah that guy, he loves to give him. Judo was mostly concerned about, you know, in hindsight, I'm glad he was because now that we've had this, this horrific disaster in the town, it's a good thing that we have the, these things and these policies in place. I will say that, so credit to Juno, but uh, he did not inform me of the uh, evil elf sibling who maybe is trying to curse my family? He's, it's because he's got a crush on him. He does, yeah. Mm. Like, mm. honestly, when you were like, what, you said there's an attractive guy? I expected to just hear <laughs> Juno's voice saying, oh, is he attractive? Or something like that, you know? <laughs> I would like to be sh- see that for myself to know if that's true. <laughs> it's like he's he, here. Is, he is utterly beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say that, you know, Juno probably had a lot of things that he was concerned about, but then I didn't take into consideration that the bad guy might be hot. His crush. Yeah. Yeah. That w- yeah. I miss Juno sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> The horniness energy of this group is like just one eight. Like there's like the Juno end, and there's like now spaghetti clowns here. It's like the opposite. Energy. Spaghetti clowns just like a total mood killer. <laughs> Wait, hey, hey, come on! I gave noodles. Have some noodles, Abbas. Oh. <laughs> it's like like when we got to the spaghetti clown after that comment. It's like one of those SpongeBob close-ups. Yeah. It's all gross. Ew. <laughs> it's like very just wet noodle. <laughs> Maybe somehow this sister is involved involved with these creatures, these these cavern folk that have have somehow decided that for some reason decided to to attack Knight's Pass. It's it's so confusing. I, 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 she does. I, she loves the goop. Fletch, tell him about how you got turned into Rupert because of the goop that you drank. Didn't she make that? I got turned into Rupert because I I shot. An arrow and sucked in some gas through my nose. Yeah, yeah, he sucked gas. Oh man, that <laughs> adventure was wild. Yeah, and that sucked for like a whole half year or something. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to make like goopy clones of Rupert. That was Morgan, right? Oh my goodness, you're right. That was Morgan. I don't like Morgan. Well, welcome to the team, buddy. <laughs> so that could be her then behind that, maybe. But then what was up with those dwarves and the and the red shadows and the, and that whole thing? Oh, that's Didri Dad. Yeah. 
are we worried about the dwarves right now? We were going to go there. God, I feel like we're in a we different... We were maybe going to go We're on there. like a different planet right now because like a day ago we were like, let's go to Digiridon and get fancy outfits. We were going to be a, in the Or maybe go court. to Middleton. There's been a lot of things going on in one day. It, everything got really complicated within like a day. Because the mood disappeared. I know. What is the, that? Does happened. the ocean get affected? What happens yeah. when the moon goes away? That's a very good question because we literally in real life were just talking about how the moon is like that actually affects a lot of like shit. They just like pop out, like gone. Does that uh, like is it gone it, or we just can't see it? I mean, uh, Marjorie's looking up through the hole. Ever. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're looking up through the the hole in the ceiling, and there is it was a full moon. A half hour ago, but that's what I mean. Is like, is it? It's like, are we like babies where we think it's gone, but it's just behind something? Our cat friends. Oh, what if the what if the what if the childhood parent islands are underwater? Oh, so we got to go back there oh now. That's our third option. <laughs> I I wouldn't jump to conclusions. It's all underwater. <laughs> You're just jumping to conclusions, thinking it is underwater. We don't know if it's underwater. Okay, I feel like we're we're spinning our wheels because it's just. I mean, I I don't know what to what to fucking do because the moons like that's such a big. You know, I feel like most of the time we run into a crazy situation, but there's clearly something to fight and like fire magic missiles at. Well, but this is just the moon well, is gone. Whatever we do, we need to make sure that it leads to us put the moon back in the sky, well, which presumably mobs. is freeing the mobs. Right. How do we get? To, how, do we, how do we get there? How do we get there? You've encountered this Yanathan before, and and you seem to believe that he's involved with capturing the goddesses. Yeah. He, but then there's also the sister who's somehow involved, at least in attacking. The town, and then there's also the question of what's going on with these dwarves. Um, uh, in my briefing from from Sir Greg, they they interrogated that that dwarf that you brought in who had murdered that that halfling woman, Durgy. Durg, yes, he mentioned some sort of professor uh, up north and and a plot up there. Uh, Ditradon borders my homeland of of Hosk, and uh, they've been allies for for centuries and if something is turning the tide there we could be turning the tide? we could be looking at, at 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 relative peace in this world collapsing you weren't talking about like water tide you're talking about like the like, ocean tide yeah, you were right? talking about you're talking about like metaphorical yeah like turning the tides turning of war tide. or... in this instance yes i meant metaphorical tides Okay. okay. You, gotta, you could also. You know, we're just talking yeah. about like ocean tides. So. Just, it's possible you know. that the ocean tides are being affected by it too. I wonder if the ocean tides are affected. If that would turn the tides metaphorically, maybe as well. it would turn the tides in our benefit, and we just don't know about it. So we have like an ally in the loss of the moon. That sounds mm. far fetched. Well, I'm just spinning things at the wall. Were you guys able to find anything in in, in Plinth's old journals? He he was. He dedicated his life to trying to solve this problem before we lost him. I, I've been kind of focusing on um, how to cook stews. Oh, yeah, he, that was a distraction of his. No, I mean, just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something I have? I'm the journal. Yeah, you all. Yeah, you definitely would have those with you. It says in his his diary, there's elven ruins by. Middleton. Really? Uh, I'm so torn. 
I want to dress up, get fancy, and learn about my lineage, but I think it might be more important to go handle this goop situation. But if we go to Didrodon, we have a chance of meeting a dragon, which the dragons are supposed to protect the... I mean, I want to go to Didrodon because I want to wear fancy clothes. I want to go to Middleton because they're a good venue. That is the most (laughs) selfish reason to go to Middleton. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Just because those fine folk of Middleton know how to rock, they're less worthy of being <laughs> saved by us. <laughs> I'm glad that me wanting to wear clothes isn't. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's. What are you up, Fletch? I am leaning more towards going to Didrodon. Oh, man. I thought I had you earlier. I feel like Middleton's destroyed, so it's just going to stay destroyed. <laughs> because if they. If, what if Middleton sent us a box of bug creature things uh you know or like fairy evil whatever we got attacked by the swarm Fletch, the sw- where's your heart this is our home and middleton is right next to it if they're if they take it over middleton if that's destroyed then this is what's next oh uh, but yep. the moon if the moon's out then these girls are gonna I, i'm confused what do you wait what do you want to do march i don't know i'm confused too you know marja <laughs> wants to go to okay, middleton yeah, shush. <laughs> shush. <laughs> I'll go wherever. I'm sick of this place. Let's go anywhere. It's my head and my heart. I don't know what to listen to. Which one wants to go to Middleton? <laughs> my head. Listen to your head, Madre. Uh, I, fe- I feel like in the short term, that's what we need to do. But right, can we right after go to Middleton? I also need to dress up in fancy magic Didridon. clothes. Do you mean right after go to Didridon? Damn it! I'm so <laughs> confused! I'm tired! I have 23 hit points. <laughs> we can... Here, have some noodle. Please. <laughs> roll, roll your healing. 1d10 plus 3. 5. Total. And then Marjorie sits down on the floor and starts to eat it, and the monkeys come and try to eat it, too. <laughs> Let's logic this out. Let's logic this out. If we go to Why? Middleton... Is that going to bring us closer to bringing back the moon? Yes. How so? I think probably because there's elven ruins. Oh. And Mor- and Morgan might be there. Yeah, and we can figure out what, like, where the source of that cheese came okay, from. Okay, and then Middleton, Morgan, and Moon all start with M, so I say okay, yes. Okay, all right, all right, also, yeah. all right. If we go to Didrodon, would that... Bring us closer to bringing back the moon. It'll come. Uh, it'll bring me closer to self actualization. <laughs> and no, nobody's yeah. gonna say anything because everybody just wants to fucking go to Middleton. All right, then we'll just go to Middleton. I, I want to go to Dittery Dad, but sometimes what you want and what the right thing to do is not the same thing. Sometimes, man. Uh, Nils and Coyram have been looking over your. Uh, documents and stuff as well uh, and Nils it, uh, speaks up and he says uh, uh, Fletch that, that sword that you have yeah um, you you got this from uh, uh, Percival Stokeworth in, in, in Talon right? He's yes. The, he's the grandson of, of the general mm-hmm. Percival Stokeworth? Yes. Exactly. Why? Do you think that this could be the soldier's knife from this poem? Yeah, we've already figured that out. 
Oh, well, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if if that is if that's the case and this is this is a key of sorts that that Majumbo, I miss him. Yeah. Wrote um then what do you think the mayor's weight is? Or the smith's face? The smith's face well, must smith's be a mask. The smith's face going to be a mask. Hey. We are on the same page there. And then. Wait, 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 wait. The smith's face. I know that. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Because I was just reading the journal in Didgeridon. <laughs> they do this thing where, because like dwarves. You know, they mine stuff. They they do so much mining that like everyone there's dying in mining accidents, like yeah, rocks falling on everyone, it sounds like. And and they're also like these like scientists and they do lots of like lab experiments and they do all kinds of crazy science food. And apparently if you if you die in Didridon and you're death leads to like a scientific discovery or breakthrough it's like that's like the most honorable way to die and they do this thing where they forge a death mask of you and they put it on your your sarcophagus and it's like a like a superstition like that it it like kind of i don't know if it's kind of like holds in the bad luck that that person had in the sarcophagus to prevent it from like, I don't know, like leaking out and infecting the people who are still alive to get them so that they have like bad luck in their huh. lives. It's, it's just like a superstitious thing. As Zabbis says all of this, Marjorie's just like remembering what it felt like to be consumed by all of those spirits. The concept of death, loss, anger, pain, <laughs> unfinished. Yeah. And I'm just like... I- um, I don't, I don't know if I want to go into a sarcophagus and taste somebody's face and, uh, well, face death right now. I think if the, if the sword was able to, to kind of crack your way into whatever, uh, whatever prison was containing the goddesses, uh, how, a mask and a weight, what, what other, what thing Oh, do you we think ha- could aid you? We have a beer shard. You know, maybe that mirror has some kind of magic that can help slow this down, and and hopefully Katheria wakes up soon and and can. Although if Koyram can access his magic, that that <sighs> should we give the mirror shard to him while we go out and do our business? We probably don't need it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Probably gotta get well, it from the mansion, right? I was gonna say that we right? should grab it and bring it with us. Okay. But Wait, so you disagree? Fuck. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Flesh, you're really the, uh, you know, the opposition here I think today. That now, listen, plans. I think now we okay. should go to Middleton. Okay, one you over on that one. Yeah. Uh, it was yes, you could say that I logicked it out in my brain, and I think that that's probably the best course of action based on what the information is given. So the reason why I think we should grab the mirror shard is because if the mirror shard and uh, eagle strike are related in any way to this, we can bring the mirror shard back and see if we can point the mirror at the girls, and if anything happens, we can leave it here. 
but I think it would be best to bring them on the adventure with us. The beer shard is directly connected to the sun god. Yeah. Yeah. So if 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 we bring it on our adventure, we go to Milton, we do our thing, then we go to Didradon and we meet a dragon. Uh yeah, okay, Marjorie's gonna write a little note to Carebert and, <laughs> and pin it to the Marjorie monkey oh who's the most responsible. <laughs> That's gonna be <laughs> Oh my god, it's like when you send your kid to go get cigarettes. <laughs> Got a little note pinned on him. Freak out. <laughs> Marjorie goes into the hallway and tells him what to do. Fly, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the monkeys leave. You guys continue to debate. Uh do you do you want any more do you have any other questions or is there any other information you want to try to uh roll for or investigate or ask about? I just want to lay it out as far as Yanathan goes. There's uh uh, potential old Im- portal ruins that are by Middleton, along with Morgan, his sister, we are assuming is associated with what's going on there. So those are the things that tie us to Yanathan, which then ties us to um, the ice wall and the moms. Mm. In Dideridon, there is a dragon. And that's the only thing that seems to tie us to... Uh, there is a mysterious influence called the professor. the professor but we have no reason to believe that the professor is associated with the feywild at this moment no the only thing you know about the professor is that he's interested in the blood magic mm-hmm. he sent a underling down here to search for that power and, and it's blood magic directly related to uh, halfling lines and dragons halfling lines that are allegedly descended from dragons right and there's nothing to do that's nothing to do with like the human and the earthadar bloodlines which is its own bloodline stuff going on right that you know of right now so my understanding as far as uh this immediate moon goal which seems to take precedent over how how margarine wants to dress up fancy but the moon's gone um (laughs) it feels like middleton is the way to go Pro- yeah, probably. Yes. I think that that is a... Yeah. I think that Agreed. the boss, the professor boss, is... We should take care of that last. But I want to dress up and go learn about my heritage. But now you get to look forward to that. <laughs> but now, that that's, so- now that's something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Fletch, I might true. die. Have you seen me? There is no way that we will let you die. Marjorie, you're going to outlive us all. Let's be real. I mean, except Zab is he's an elf, but oh, and also Flash, he's also an elf, but you're going to outlive me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes comfort in this fact. Are the monkeys back with the mirror? <clears throat> the monkeys, you guys debate for some time uh, and ultimately decide, uh, I guess, on um, investigating what the what is up in middleton uh the monkeys return with the uh the mirror sh- shield they uh they also have a note back from carebert that uh says i just polished this please try to uh keep it clean but the monkeys have just touched all over it <laughs> yeah just yeah. soup pans all over it <laughs> they traded it back and forth in like a little swarm yeah. right <laughs> 
Uh, Nils uh, investigates it. It's a fascinating and beautiful piece of uh, art. The mirror itself is is a uh, incredible, perfectly reflective surface. Once you wipe away the soup monkey prints, <laughs> um, the gold uh, frame is uh, full of uh, beautifully intricate inlays depicting uh, the saga of Oyakoto and the Madeiras. And when he uh, uh, angles it towards his daughters, uh, there there has to be a uh, a light source um, for for it to reflect. And Koirim casts just a simple light cantrip um, on his warhammer, um, and when it reflects this light source, it shines down on them like a ray of sunlight. It illuminates that portion of the room. Uh, as if it were a bright spring day, the grass underneath uh, the pedestal starts to grow, and the plants that were coming from Celia start to retreat into her skin, and her hair starts to turn bl- back to its original blonde. Ingrid uh, oh. returns to a, a solid form. She's no longer uh, semi-transparent, and though she's still eating the spaghetti, slowly kind of, and very much like, you know, she's using it as a, a pacifier kind of. Oh, like Rainbow Toy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's their cat. Yeah. (laughs) String toy, yes. Lucy drags her on Rainbow Toy. (laughs) She's had it since we got her. Um, And uh, it appears to be um, working to keep them, keep keep the the curse at bay uh, for now. Um, And and Nils says, until we figure out what's going on with the moon, can I keep this here? I, I, I mean, none of you seem to use shields. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was kind of a Juno item. <laughs> uh, oh man, we're so yeah. reckless. Yeah, to give course, keep it. It obviously helps. Less stuff we have to worry about. <laughs> Fletch, you you uh you held two very strong opinions. That you gave way on both. <laughs> I, mean, I can't say no if it's going to help these two girls make them feel normal. I'm not going to be a jerk. I'm glad. No, you know what? I'm just saying I'm glad that you're willing to change your opinion with uh, more okay, information. Okay, with that next time because you made me, it made me feel like I was being an asshole. Oh, no, man. You're great. You're just flip-flopping on your... I'm sorry, you're flip-flopping on your decisions, whatever you want. Is that you trying yeah, to be is me? That is that you making fun of my voice? Because that is you're offensive, making, oh, sir. it's offensive? Oh, no. Oh. Uh-oh. I took offense to being told that I just flip-flop on my decisions. <laughs> I love that Fletch and Flack, very close. Fletch and Spaghetti Clown, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a dick. So you're going to put us in charge of saving the moon? Without the protective network here, I I have no idea what kind of repercussions this is going to have to the the valley. We were already attacked last year when they tried to bring down the beacons, uh, and we're still recovering from that. The numbers that we lost uh, at the at the outpost, the order was was almost decimated. Koyram, right? Like you're barely back up to back up to operating levels. And Corum's like, wow, that's really rude. You're making me sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's so touchy. It's true, you know, and 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 without 
a real archdruid in charge. It's it's people listen to me, but but I don't have the same kind of authority that you know that Namara or Navia had. And you know we'll we'll just have to we'll just have to do our best to keep the forest safe and the valley safe. If if the if the city guard can keep the city and and the and the farms and things safe. But yeah, we're going to be spread pretty thin. I think you guys are going to have to handle this one. I mean, yeah. You got it. I can't, I can't believe, yeah, but yeah. But, but we again, have uh, a one, great track record. Yeah, once again, I just, you know. <laughs> All right. That's why <laughs> they hire insist. us. It's, we're going to get the job done. We're unconventional heroes. We, we do fail upwards. Hell yeah, we do. You... Set out then for Middleton at first life. Flack, are you going to rest again? Because that could make me that flack could make again, you flack right? again. Yeah. Yes, I am going to rest. Is that a twenty percent chance to be flack tw- again? No, it's a twenty percent chance to stay to spaghetti. spaghetti oh, clown. I see. So spaghetti oh, is always twenty percent. Twenty percent chance to be mega. <laughs> like gigas. <laughs> <laughs> so just a D one hundred. D one hundred. Yep. Ten. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, that means you're gonna be spaghetti clown on this adventure. Nice! That sucks. Oh, Fletch is not happy. Black was awarded Papo. That's true. Listen, okay, all right. Well, here we we took Papo doesn't with want us to deal with all these I, animals. Hey, Papo. I know that it doesn't look like me. Oh my god! Wait a second. I want to set this scene of flat of Flagetti talking to Papo. So you you're in like a <laughs> sty in the stable, and Papo is like eating or something, and, in the, and you're leaning up against <laughs> the. <laughs> no, no, I kneel down one knee. <laughs> And you can and see put my hand on his back. You can see out the window, out the sty window. There's like a like a autumnal tree, and the f- the leaves are falling gently yeah. in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Papo. Okay, I know that I don't look like I used to, but this is still flack. All right. Deep down underneath all this clown makeup, it's your boy Flack. I rode you. We had good times. We chased down criminals. We fought evil, and I want to do that again when I'm back to normal. But that's that might be a little bit, all right. I I, I thought I would be back to normal, but I'm not right now. So I am. I'm a spaghetti clown asking you, a pig, to come with us. God damn it! Jeez. And just stay with us until I can be back to normal, so we can be a team again. Will you do that for me, Papa? Will you just come with us and, you know, hang out? And maybe Marjorie will ride you sometimes because that will be fun just so you can stay in practice of being a like a, a, a mounted steed or animal or whatever. And when I'm back to normal, we're a team again. How's that sound? Roll animal handling. <laughs> animal handling I'm plus three. That's not too bad. 
10? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten. not going to do it. Wait, does, uh, does Flax Inspiration... Uh, do oh, I still have Flax Inspiration? Over, sure. Okay. I'm doing... I'm using it. Dirt oh 20! <laughs> okay. Yeah! A 20 rolled in mud, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know pigs to be intelligent. And you know Popo to be some pig. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but you're you're unsure exactly what it was that resonated so much about your little speech. But Papo uh, finishes his his uh, slop or whatever um, whatever Carebert had set out for him last night, and um, turns to you and uh, uh, pushes a big uh, heavy snout uh, up against your white clown clothes. Um, leaving a streak of of smeared slop on them, and then trots out to join uh, Butter <laughs> as uh, the party sets out from the mansion. Damn, I love that pit. D and D is a Spotify exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D and D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Sigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.